Hello and welcome everybody to the In Between Podcast. If you're new here, don't forget to like, subscribe, ring the bell, uh, comment if you like, and go check out our blogs at inbetweenpodcast.com. Yeah, that sounds like real good stuff that you just did there. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah t- it's different every time. I, sometimes I can spit it out. Sometimes I can't. Uh, do you feel that the music is appropriate for your uh, mood today? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, when I played this one back in my headphones, I was like, oh, this if this doesn't encapsulate, encapsulate teenage angst, I don't really know what does. Yeah. I mean, it's listen to this. It's pretty good. I'm going to have to learn how to play that on my electric. I would love to hear you break out the distortion pedal <laughs> and just go for this. I have no clue how the like what the strumming pattern is going on here. It's just violence and anger. That's all it is. Exactly. So I don't really have to be skilled in my playing to make it angry. Aiden would be so sad to hear me say that. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, yeah. Daphne and I, we're just on our way home from school. This is uh, typically how we record. We come home from school. We sit down with microphones and uh, we have a little conversation, sometimes about things that we plan, sometimes about things that... Uh, have happened during the day and today you happen to get in the car and you know you're uh let's say your emotions were elevated (laughs) (laughs) would you agree to that i would agree unfortunately it's just it's it's that time of the girls month (laughs) (laughs) okay well yeah now the audience knows that now the well it's i'm sure they would have guessed why am why am I more angry than usual? Mm, I wonder. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. So anyway, um, we were driving, and there's a new pizza place on the corner. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, that place looks like it's going to be good." And you're like, "No, it's not going to be good." And like, uh, and uh, you were being a real skeptic about that. And then you said, "But the tea place," and I was like, "What tea place?" Project Tea. Was, now we're not throwing tra- Project T under the bus here, no. but, although it may sound like that yeah. you're going to, right? Yeah, it's definitely going to sound like we're throwing them under the bus. But, but you kind of wanted to throw them under the bus a little bit. <laughs> but I'm sure it wasn't their fault. Tell it, the people about your experience. Well, I I thought I ordered just like a normal, like it was it was called a Hong Kong milk tea, and usually it depends on the store that you go to or like the the tea place you go to, but. They all have, like, a specific name. Like, it's different depending on each store. Like, sure. for, like, a classic black milk tea. Or sometimes they'll just have it as a black milk tea. Yeah. But it's the same thing. It's just a different name for every store. And so I was like, yeah, I'll get that. And I thought I ordered it with boba. Like, a normal boba place would. You know, it's kind of weird if you would get your, without boba. Without at boba. A, and it, at, at a, a boba, boba shop. shop. But that's what happened, because apparently I'm stupid, and I don't know how to use the dumb keypad thing. And I was like, I thought I ordered boba, but I didn't. So that was that was great. So when we walked into that restaurant, uh, or whatever you want to call it, tea shop, I guess, uh, there's nobody to actually take your order, right? It's like a bunch of the new places that are... Fancy. Fancy with the little pad things and get rid of the cashier kind of thing. And so you went up and placed your order on what was like a giant... It was bigger than an iPad. It was like a TV screen kind of mm-hmm. thing, right? Yeah. So, you know, just so people understand, it's not like you ask someone for a specific kind of tea. 
Yeah. You actually placed the order yourself. Yeah. And I, I... And I watched you skip the boba section. Okay. You know what? I have a good explanation for this. <laughs> Literally, in the picture... Hey, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just telling you. No. I've I, I shot down the messenger already. <laughs> You've already been shot down. It, it, there was a picture of what I ordered, and it had boba in Like, very specific black boba, which is what I wanted. And I was like, yeah, it's perfect. And it had... This is key. It had each of pictures of different, like, special flavors of boba that were all extra, like, extra dollars, extra money, more money. Yeah, boba is more, it's always an upcharge when you add Okay, boba. but it already had it in the photo. You you hear me, people? This makes total sense, right? You, you feel like you've been tea deceived. I've been deceived <laughs> at life. And I'm disappointed at this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Project T. I know I messed up, but I'm also like, it wasn't clear. Well, the other thing that you did is you said <clears throat> there was a a sweet or less sweet yeah. option, right? I chose less sweet, and cho- it, I literally <laughs> feel like I'm drinking pure sugar. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, uh, and I don't disagree with you. I tasted it, and it is quite. I mean, it's like Southern sweet tea level sweet. I feel like I've just inhaled a spoonful of sugar. <laughs> a spoonful of sugar. Have some wow. There's another thing that we actually love a lot uh, at, at our home. <laughs> That's, is, is this, it's also like drugs. It, it, I guess, <laughs> technically is considered a drug on some levels, is it not? I think you said it's that in science in class chemistry. or in chemistry class. Yeah. Yeah. Science class. And that, Science class, calling it science class makes it sound less cool. Yeah, chemistry does sound Chemistry better. sounds cooler. Yeah. It's... Chem. Yeah. When you get to start saying like, "I'm in ag bio" or like "I'm in chem" or "I'm in AP psych," like you sound cool. You started shortening it, and now you, you because you've abbreviated it, like, it, it's better. I don't know why it just sounds cool. But we have a coffee problem here at, in our home, right? See, we have <laughs> an abundance of coffee beans. And we uh, we have discovered, even you have discovered that you, and, and this is probably bad because you'll never be able to drink like normal coffee, normal coffee. ever again. <clears throat> and in fact, I was at our friend's house in Missouri where we stayed before and uh, they brought out coffee and I was like, I said, uh, you know, I don't know if I can. I was like, I'm a kind of a coffee snob now. And they're like, but this is Cane's. And it was like in a tin can, you know, no. Cane's and, and. It actually, you know, it wasn't bad. I was, but tin I, affects the taste of coffee. It's true. Yes, it does. It's true. Yeah. And, Just you know. Just like caviar. It, it, Cane's <laughs> has been around since, like, I think it said on the label since 1916. It didn't tell you where the coffee came from. It was like, it could have been that sounds wood shavings and, and <laughs> coffee beans, you know. I don't know. Um, but, yeah. So, we, we love coffee in our house. And so, uh, we like coffee from different places. And you even know what region you prefer from the world, right? That's so unfortunate. <laughs> I'm that snobby about my coffee already. Uh, yeah. So, for anybody who thinks we're privileged, <laughs> which, <laughs> then, you know, oh. I guess maybe there is some truth to that. What was his name? Drew? Oh. No. Don't be calling him out. I don't know. I, I That was totally not his name. <laughs> so I know, you know, uh, coffee, tea, that really doesn't probably have much of, uh, much interest to, to the people who are listening. Maybe it does. But those are just some of the things that we, we love. And um, 
And obviously See. food is, is, is another of those things too, but we won't talk about that too much bread. today. We like yeah. bread. I'm going to say Daphne loves <laughs> bread. Um, but you know, I was, I was actually thinking about, uh, the topic that I wanted to talk to you about today. I've been thinking about it for a few days. You like tea and teas become kind of a thing for you. Okay. Can, like, like, like boba tea or like leaf tea? Not just boba tea. I mean, tell people, like, what do you like when it comes to tea? Like, you've had some tea experiences, right? So tell us about what that is. And, and I'm, I'm going somewhere with this, so track with me. Just tell me. <laughs> tell, tell me what your tea experiences My have tea? been. Yeah, you, tea experience. Have I had tea experiences? Well, you, you've been in several tea shops with Aunt Sis. That's true. Uh-huh. I and, did go to a very nice tea shop. I love that tea shop. Okay, and why? I'm going back to that tea shop. Yeah, why? I don't know. I like tea. Tea's cool. Tea yeah. tastes good okay. if you get the right one. It, a lot of teas taste disgusting sometimes. But, yeah. Um, and, and what kind of tea do you like to drink? I drink black or oolong tea, but it has to be a specific kind of oolong. If it's not the right, like, region of oolong, it's just like, ugh. So different regions taste differently. Yeah. Okay. How how long have you been drinking tea? Like, you say it like it's a profession. Well, how long have you been a professional tea drinker? You're not a professional tea drinker by any means, but no. <laughs> thanks. Uh, but I mean, if we go if we go into our, our pantry right now, I have four different kinds of tea in there. Yeah, and they're like it's not like Lipton, you no, know, little tea bags. It's like We're canisters of tea of loose leaf teas that you. They're better. Loose oh, leaf yeah. teas are way better. Yeah. Don't buy them. And you have even taken and spent some of your own money to buy tea. To, to buy tea, right? <laughs> You've been gifted tea. You've gone to tea, tea houses with Aunt Sis. She took okay, the one I've for your been birthday. to one tea house. I feel like we're over dramatizing this a little bit. Uh, well, okay, maybe, may, may, maybe, <laughs> maybe. But you, you wouldn't disagree with me that no. you like teas. I do like tea, and you probably have, um an above average tea knowledge for someone your age. Would you not say that that's true? I don't know. You'd have to ask me a question for me to know if I have an abundance of tea knowledge. <laughs> so how long do you think it would take you to become a tea expert? Probably not that long with YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Uh, explain that. I can look literally anything up on YouTube. I could probably... Wait. <laughs> Hold on. Let's just look here. All right. <clears throat> How to become a tea expert. And you're, you, what are you looking this up on? This is just YouTube. Google? Oh, you're going to YouTube. Okay. I have gotten many results. Interesting. The secrets of Japanese green tea. Tea expert guesses cheap versus expensive. What does it take to be a professional tea taster? Yeah. How to be... AT expert. Yeah. Two minutes and 53 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Posted 11 years ago with 1.4K views. Uh, that's funny. So it's interesting though. Easily like, is so, my answer. So you, do you think that, so, so it's easy to become a, a tea expert. <laughs> Training to become a tea master an hour and one minute and 49 seconds. <laughs> this guy looks legit. He's well, only had 710 views. Maybe you could become a tea master. This poor man. <laughs> tea masters 
YouTube, sir, you look awesome. I hope you get more views. This was posted two years ago. <laughs> sir uh, was not doing that well. Well, we need to get Team Master out there. Okay, so so that's interesting though that you you say this because I've actually asked this question to a couple of people here in just the last few days. Is how you know, what is it? What is an expert, and how long does it take to become one? Depends on what the thing is. Does it? See. Because it was interesting. The reason why I think it was really interesting is both of them, like one is actually in Michigan and one is in, was here. Mm-hmm. So I talked to both of them this week and they both answered. The first answer that they both gave me was the same, which what I was, was like, said answer. I was like mo- mind blown, but they both said, well, the general consensus is that anything, any, any field that you want to become an expert in requires 10,000 hours of experience basically. And that is kind of, <laughs> that is the general rule. Now you just said, well, I can go on YouTube and in an hour I can become a tea expert. Do you, do you, but do you really think that that's true? Well, no. Cause I mean, you, if I watch a YouTube video on jujitsu, does that make me a jujitsu expert? No, this is why I say it differs depending on what the thing is because tea knowledge, right? It's like I can memorize amounts of tea, certain types of tea. I can figure out the history of tea. It's all like in your brain. You know sure. that? Okay. And making I tea isn't I, that hard. I'm if get- you remember the measurements and you have the proper equipment, making tea professionally is probably not that hard. All the really like big time, big wig tea people are like so cringing mad at me right, right now. now. They're but- dying on the inside. <laughs> They're like, you have barely skimmed the surface of what tea, matter of fact, you haven't even skipped across the surface surface of what uh, tea knowledge is really all about. Apologies. Anyways, as I was saying, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm generalizing here, but like it's that kind of stuff, like things that can be memorized. I feel like, especially if you have a good memory and it's like, that's your thing. Yeah. It's easier I guess I would maybe not easier, but like I feel like you could master it more quickly than jujitsu. Like jujitsu is a physical thing, right? You have to train yourself, and depending on how well trained you are already, it could take like I mean, it takes what Bruno twelve years to get his black belt. Yeah, it probably wouldn't take you twelve years to be an experienced tea maker. Well, I mean, technically, I mean, it could. 10, I don't know. Ten thousand hours at forty hours a week you know, pretty much is about five years. Yeah, not that's, 12. That, that's it. That's what. Yeah, but you wouldn't say like someone who's had five years in jujitsu and is a blue belt is a master. I mean, you have to work at it way farther. 100% agree. Be a black belt, right? Uh, yeah. So that's why I say it differs. Okay. All right. Interesting. Depends so, on the thing. I'm sorry to all the master T people. I did not mean to offend you, <laughs> but I'm just saying and really, knowledge, I mean, physical I'm just given the I'm given the tea thing as an example because I know it's something that you like, like and that you've kind of started experimenting in. But there's been other things in your life too that you've done this with. So I'm sorry, there um, was an ant crawling on my leg. <laughs> I was like, "What's touching me?" <laughs> there's there's been some other things. Um, how long do you think that it has taken you to become proficient at art drawing? I'm not proficient at art. Okay. I would say I'm far from proficient at heart. Okay, so that's interesting that you say that. And it's been, what, two years? It, I, I consistently drew every day for two years. Okay. And that was probably a year ago that I stopped doing it consistently every day. Yeah. 
because I no longer had the time to do it all the time. Yeah. And, and you still do it some now, but you yeah. don't do it every day like you well, were doing it then. I, I especially used to do it in my freshman year. Like I tried to keep it up by doodling on my, the margins of my papers. Yeah. And then I kind of kept it up, but now it's like, eh. And I, I pulled out my watercolors the other day to make a card. And I was like, wait, I can actually use these. <laughs> I forgot that I know how to art. Whoa. Yeah. Crazy. But I'm far from proficient at art. And the only reason I say that is because even though I know how to draw the things, the time that it takes me to do said thing right. is much longer than someone who's already very so, skilled at that. So would you say that you're an expert at... Um, no. Oh my gosh, no. Right. I can barely understand basic color theory. Like, <laughs> Okay, okay. So, but you're, you're a, a good two years in to... Mm-hmm. And and I would even say you more than that because you've always been artistic in some form or fashion as you were growing up. You've always drawn things. You like to paint. You like to color. Rainbows. You, I mean, it, it's it has been. It's been all kinds of stuff as you go. So you have kind of you're you're building your portfolio right as you've gotten older. Well, I've gotten rid of most of my portfolio that I built. But I'm not just talking about a physical portfolio. I'm talking about a skill portfolio or a mental portfolio. They're built over time. They're built with experience. They're built by repetition and doing different things and teaching yourself different skills, which I've watched you do, right? Mm -hmm. And so my, my whole point in this is now you're saying I've got two years that I was really drawing hardcore. Mm Mm-hmm plus whatever artistry background you had before that. And you're saying, I've got all this time. But what I've actually realized now is you're kind of realizing what you don't know, right? Yeah, I think, I mean, this is why I'm ignorant in the tea world is because I haven't even scratched the surface of learning how to do You don't do even tea. know what you don't know. So I don't know what I don't know. Yeah. This is, I mean, my teacher, my chemistry teacher, we love you, Mr. Kennedy. You're great. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, he said basically i can't help you with what you don't know like you can't you can't fix what you don't know yeah basically in saying like we had these math sheets that we were supposed to be working on and half the class hadn't started them yet he's like i can't help you if you don't know what you need to learn yeah so i was like yeah yeah and good job mr kennedy well and what what i'm what I'm discovering, or I think I have discovered as I've gotten older, is I actually, most of the things that I thought that I was really proficient in, um, you know, when I was 25 or when mm-hmm. I was 30, like, I actually feel less proficient in now, <laughs> okay? But not because I lack skill. It's because I've come to this place where I realize how much more I have to learn. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have, a, I have a degree in the Bible, but... <laughs> But when you ask me questions about the Bible, it's like, I, I mean, there is a vast amount of stuff that I don't know. And man, when I came out of college, I was like, I got this thing down, you know? Well, you are, How arrogant and, and, and ignorant is that, you know? <laughs> I feel like, though, at the same time, like, yeah, you, you don't know a lot. But at the same time, when you come straight out of college, you're like, it's fresh in your mind, right? So maybe some stuff that's obvious to you then is not obvious to you now. You know what I no, mean? No, it was arrogance. Oh, okay. <laughs> I find that to be true with any subject at school. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. For me, chemistry is easy because I've just done it. 
you know, like it's I, it's fresh in my mind. I could probably do it continuously for the next year, but after that, I'm going to be horrible at it because sure. I don't remember anything. Sure. But you, you also recognize after one year of chemistry class that you've just scratched the surface of what chemistry really is all about, right? Oh my gosh. I don't even, uh, whoever like decided that they were bored enough to, to do all these things and figure out how the universe works. You guys are crazy. So, so why though, do you think, why do you think it's so hard? I I, see, this is where I I find the flip side kind of, of your generation is why I even wanted to talk about this subject today is because I, I feel like in watching your generation that they just don't want to put effort into anything. Chat GPT. <laughs> uh, well, as soon as you said that, I was like, mm, Chat GPT, that's like what it's for. Explain St- what you mean. Well, you can type in a question and it gives you literally page long answers every piece of knowledge you could possibly want and you can ask it to write you anything you want. Yeah. Like, I don't have to do anything. I can be as stupid as possible. I just have to be smart enough to know what questions to ask. You know okay, what I mean? But you, I mean, I, I, do you recognize the danger in that? Yeah. What, what do you think it is? The danger? Well, <sighs> <laughs> Explode. <laughs> End. End of what? I don't know. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Just, like, intelligence. Like, all the all the knowledge that we've already built up, we stop relying on our own brains yeah. to continuously tell stories or, you know, how we've passed down this information before. Sure. We rely on these computers and all this tangible stuff. Sure that someday we'll be too stupid to operate. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go I'm going to go with a real simple example here. Yeah. How do you how do you grow potatoes? Take a potato seed, dig a hole. What's a potato seed look like? Uh, like a seed? It's tiny? I don't know. Tiny? Or do you, Okay, hold on. <laughs> it's either that or I know that when potatoes get old, they start growing the crazy root things. So okay. maybe you plant that instead. I don't know. I've never planted a potato. And I this, am Irish, but I have not endured the potato famine. And this, this, this is actually my point in, in exactly. asking you this question is. I don't know how to plant a potato. My dad taught me to plant potatoes. Like we planted potatoes every year, right? And we took potatoes just like you're talking about. And for every uh, little spot on a potato, they're called eyes. Literally, that's what they're called. Mm-hmm. You can cut that potato into as many pieces as you want, as long as it's got an eye on it. And you can go out there and plant pieces of potato with an eye and no joke. Potato seed. <laughs> it, it'll grow potatoes. Okay. So. I'm intelligent, I swear. <laughs> well, no, I mean, the fact that you kind of deduced that, I'm, I'm actually relatively impressed with because you go, ah, you know, probably if I planted it, there's stuff growing out of the side. It probably would just grow. Well, that's exactly what, that's how, that's how you get more potatoes. But obviously that's a very simplistic um, example, but the reality is is there's lots of knowledge like that that we Don't typically know. pass on from generation to generation, but either laziness or 
abundance cause us to forget some of the more necessary things that we actually need. Mm. And so what happens if, if the, your generation re- relies on chat GPT completely and then suddenly there's no electricity for months and months and months? Uh-oh. That's going to be a problem. Right? Because we don't know how to fix it. You don't know. How, you don't have the knowledge to fix it. You don't have the. You don't. You're not able to carry through and take care of those things. It's like. Well, and immediately I think, oh, we don't have electricity. We don't have refrigerators. All of the things that are in the refrigerators go bad. All of our cold stuff goes bad. We have way less food. That causes famine problems, pro- probably because yeah. we already have feeding people issues. Yeah. And then population decline, basically. Yeah. All because, Whoa. All, because all because we don't know how to fix our electricity. We weren't putting in the effort and 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 knowing the things that we need to know. Work smarter, not harder. And you know the interesting part about that is I, I don't know that you necessarily could consider them as experts, but you know, farmers in the nineteen hundreds were they had to be relative experts in their field, quote unquote, no pun intended. <laughs> Otherwise, how would they live? They would. There was no grocery store to go to. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no, like, so. So by not putting in the effort, I I mean I have big concerns for your generation. It's you like, think I don't? Yeah, yeah, I know it's crazy. It's it's really crazy when you think about it. So how do you think you become an expert? I mean, I know you said. Well. I think there's. I know you said there's, there's YouTube, multiple parts, but now that we're talking about it, I have to believe that you're like, well, oh, yeah. There's more to it than just a one minute YouTube video. Okay. If I were to learn anything, like even like this is how I went about learning art, how I went about learning, well, starting to learn Korean and things like that. I went online, yeah, and I looked at people's reviews of stuff, like sure. what works well, what is cheap, or you know, or free, right? Free, yeah. Um, like people who are already skilled or proficient in that thing, yeah. What would they recommend, yeah. right? Okay, that's how I learned to, to talk to me in Korean, right? Yeah. <laughs> Shameless plug. Um, and I went online, looked at the talk to me in Korean books, right? I was like, okay, what do I need? What can I get for free? Realized, oh, this textbook that I could buy and have an actual copy of, I can get for free on my computer. I can look at the PDF, the whole textbook. I don't have to buy it, Yeah. right? Okay, I've saved money already. Uh, I learned from that, okay. And then after you actually obtain the knowledge, you have to practice it. Sure. Okay, and I think that's where the 10,000 hours or whatever sure. experience comes in, is that's just practicing what you know over and over again sure. until you master it. Sure. So... Yeah, that's how you learn something. Yeah, that's how I would learn something. And now you've even you have bought some books. Yeah, and it, the, it right. Mm-hmm. So um, consistency. consistency. I was going to say, too. I have not been consistent in my Korean learning skills. Sure, which is why I can't speak it yet. Sure. Oh yeah. It's also been like what a year since I bought that book. Sure. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I when I kind of think back in my life on things that I've put the effort into, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of things that I've done 
one that really came to mind is I played racquetball for about a year. You did? Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> regularly. And I'm pretty good at racquetball. I'm terrible But I'm at by racquetball. no means like, you know, elite at it. I was really good at hitting hitting the guy in front of me right in the back of the thigh just about as hard <laughs> as I could, you know, with the ball. That's mean. Yeah. No, I didn't do it on purpose, but, you know, it just happens sometimes. And it's funny when it does. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. Uh <laughs> Oh, if Mark's listening, he's going to think, find that hilarious. Um, but uh, not just bracketball. There's, there's been other things too, like that I've spent some time, like shot pool, and I played in pool tournaments, right, for a while, and I did I, that for a couple of years. And I know you I'm played pretty, pool, but I didn't know you actually pre- were in tournaments. Pretty good pool player, you know, and I, I, you know, I can definitely hang with other people, and um, but I kind of stopped, or you know, didn't didn't put a lot of effort into that, and then and then you tried to show me some of. Your pool skills. Yeah. What? And I, I tried to learn. How how am I at pool? Be honest. Well, you know, you're you're still uh I'm bad. You you're can still just a, say I'm bad. You're still skimming the surface. You, <laughs> you it's kinda like I'm your tea knowledge. It's kinda like your tea knowledge. <laughs> it's just a little better than me up front. A little please. better than average, but you know. Yeah. Uh you've got some more you got some room to go. But that's <laughs> but you're actually making my point is that most of the time we we try to start acquiring this kind of knowledge and we end up kind of giving up, you know? And we are not willing to put up put forth the effort to take it to the next level. And it gets boring, it gets tired, it gets uh whatever the excuse is, mm-hmm. and we move on to the next thing. And I think what separates the experts from the hobbyist is they just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not because maybe it is because there's some of these some people that are like really elite and smart and whatever else. Like they just excel at that thing. But for the most part, it's not. It's it's people who just kept plodding along and doing the thing even when it was boring and they kept doing it every day and eventually they hit 10,000 hours and didn't even realize it because this is just part of life and it's just what I do. Mm. I think it works in careers. I think it works in hobbies. I think it works in faith. I think it works in all aspects of life. If you're willing to put in the effort, you can see incredible things happen. And honestly, I think it's what's going to really separate the, 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 the winners in your, and I don't mean just like quote unquote winner. I mean, you know, the people who actually find success in your generation over the average person. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Did that feel luxury? <laughs> I started to see your eyes glaze over a little bit. <laughs> I think I had a question. I was just thinking about... Like, are you going to stop talking so I can ask my question? No, no, no. <laughs> I was thinking about how I could deliver the question to be funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not funny. Oh, well, do you, what's the question? <laughs> I don't want to say it anymore. I had another question though. Uh, So if I continue doing my art thing, right? Yeah. And I do it for like 10 years, say, and I still don't, like it doesn't become a job. Do I go from it being a hobby to me being an expert in it? Or is it still a hobby? Well, I mean, I think hobby, hobby people and experts. I think it actually could be both because there are a lot of people who, 
have hobbies that, you know, they become very proficient at that hobby and they actually, it, it starts to become either a career or it starts to become like a second job almost, but they don't, it doesn't feel like a job because it's what they love. Mm. And it's, and it's why I think people say, do what you love, you know, and you'll never work a day in your life. See, that's my problem is I don't know if I completely believe that because let me explain myself. Sure. Anytime I have like, okay, I'm going to give an example of this in sixth grade. I was like, yo, I love art. Let's go take an art class. Yeah. Worst year of my life. (laughs) Right. It was awful. But part of that is because that class didn't allow you to use art as a creative outlet. It gave you art assignments. What art class doesn't do that? Well, that's my point. But most artists don't operate on an assignment timetable. Exactly. Okay, see, that's my problem. Is every time I went into a hobby and decided, oh, I really like this. Yeah. Like, even creative writing. I like writing. I thought, oh, this gonna is going to... take gonna, a creative writing class. This is going to teach me how to be better. <laughs> yeah. I have not learned anything new. Oh, I don't believe that well, that's okay. true. That's not fair no, to no, teach no, no. either. I haven't... I really... I have not, like, g- received criticism. Like, But you have, you have gotten criticism. to hone your skill. Yeah, but I only see it from my... Out, you know, it's just me looking at it. Mm-hmm. I haven't had anybody else tell me, oh, this is like kind of cliche or you should use less of this and more of this, you know? Yeah. It's just like relearning the basics of writing, which I already know, and I need to go up to the next level, and there is no next level to go up to. Sure, sure. And like, I don't know, I just, I've realized every time I put a time limit on the thing that I like, I end up hating it. Yeah. Like this year, writing has sucked. I don't want to do it anymore. Sure. And I think, oh no, if I get a job, that's going to require me to be on a time limit. I'm going to have to write something within a certain amount of time, and that pressures me, and then I get writer's block or art block, and it all just goes... Yeah. And then I don't like the hobby anymore. So, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with the the do what you love and you never work a day in your life. I think... I just start hating the thing that I used to love, which is depressing. Yeah. But true. Well, I mean, that's interesting that you say it that I just, way. I think it's weird that nobody's ever said that. Or no, I, if I, I'm just crazy. No, I don't. I think, I think people have said that, especially. But I haven't heard that. Especially creatives, because typically that's the way creatives feel. Most creatives do not like to be put on a timetable or have kind of any kind of deadlines or anything like that. It's, it's how, the, when they actually will shut down. Mm. So. You're not, I, th- I don't think you're alone in that. Good. Yeah. Because I feel crazy talking about it. <laughs> but if I can encourage you in any way, and you want to become an expert in any field, man, start working on it. Practice. Do it every day. Or at least really often. Be consistent. Get somebody around you to hold you accountable. Like working out. Yeah. <laughs> you have to go with a buddy. That's why jujitsu works. You know the it's one other thing. To fight someone. The one other thing that I thought about this is that you should you should never quit whatever it is when you're when you feel bad. About yeah. It, right. Yeah. It's kind of our rule for jujitsu. Yeah, we have some rules about when I can quit. Yeah, you you can you can quit when you feel good about it, but you can't fit quit when you feel bad. When I'm mad. 
That's right. After I've lost a fight or something. Yep. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening today. Don't forget to like, subscribe, hit the bell, comment down below what you'd like us to talk about. If you guys have any topics or... Yeah, if you'd like to hear us uh, talk about something that uh, we haven't put out there yet, uh, or you've got questions for us, we really would love to answer your questions. We've had some of those coming in already, and Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we want to be able to do that. We're looking forward to uh, next week's episode where we have a special guest coming with us. Very special guest. And uh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. We'll let you know. Bye. Have a good one.